This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. January 23rd, 2024. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Unfortunately, I think the show is mistakenly scheduled for 10.50 a.m. And we're coming to you uh, Eastern Time. About an hour and 50 minutes ahead of time there. So we apologize for that. Some glitch. But um, got a great show for you today. The Dean, Bill Kerlick. Mark Porter, the Grand Poobah, will be here to try and put in perspective the overflow of just ridiculously good news we've gotten. But first, you know what time it is, Manscaped time. And they've uh, they've outdone themselves. <coughs> Excuse you. Roses are red, violets are blue. Trim your balls and your date will thank us too. What's up, fellas? Valentine's Day is knocking and Manscaped is the remedy for what the love doctor ordered. His prescription, the all-new Performance Package 5.0 Ultra, designed to elevate your groom- grooming game and shine like the heartthrob you are. Join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and snag 20% off plus free shipping with the code BUCKNUTS. Manscaped brings you the Beer Hedger Pro Kit as well, designed to shape your scruff effortlessly. Sculpts your cheek lines and maintains maintains beard styles, giving you that suave look for your romantic moments. Seamlessly handling even thicker beards, it's the perfect tool for a polished, date-ready appearance. Don't forget, get 20% off and free shipping with the code BUCKNUTS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BUCKNUTS because your grooming update and upgrade awaits. Ready to charm your Valentine's dates 
And I realize that gets a little corny, but if you're going to purchase one of those things, that is a real value, and we appreciate it. Speaking of value, look who it is. The Dean, Bill Curlick and the Grand Poobah, Mark Porter. Everyone's here. Um, I was jesting with Bill before the show. What a disappointing Monday it was that we did not add a five-star prospect or a transfer who's guaranteed to go to the NFL after three years. But we will struggle through a Tuesday. And let's start with this. Um, Hard to put in perspective what went on in the last uh, 72 to whatever hours. My math isn't great. But, Bill, I was at a uh, my son's basketball game on Friday night, and I got a text from the individual who's been providing me with information on uh, Caleb Downs. And all it was was a meme of LeBron going like this. <laughs> Can you bring us through your experience with Caleb Downs? Um, and I realize this is a rehash on some stuff, but we haven't had a chance to cut it up. And then, um, Mark has done, and I hope most of you have already seen it, the, uh, scouting report. Caleb's one of those great guys that we already had a scouting report on. In fact, you can go to the boards right now. Someone found Dwayne's comments on Caleb when we first brought it up and it was naked jaunt and fireworks. <laughs> so, uh. We've been in love with this guy for a while. He finally kind of became the apple of our eye, Bill. So kind of take us through the process. Maybe like when you first started hearing about it to when uh, you got the meme from somebody. Well, uh, first of all, I would term him the missing piece to the Ohio State secondary. That completes it. You know, uh, they're in great shape cornerback wise. They were and are and they were in good shape. Safety-wise, now they're in great shape safety-wise and great shape for the uh, entire secondary now. Um, you know, we, of course, uh, as, as soon as uh, Nick Saban retired, I had the article about uh, 10 guys to keep an eye on as far as transferring to high State, and he was number one. Um, it just took a matter of time till he got in the portal. Once he got in the portal, you pretty much knew or – we pretty much knew it was going to be Georgia, Ohio State. Uh, there was confidence um, on the Georgia side of things that he was going to go there. Um, then on Thursday night, Thursday late day, Ryan Day, Tim Walton and company made their stop, made their pitch as the uh, uh, saying went out there. You know, they, they went down there with a blank check. I don't know that I would necessarily say that, but obviously any recruitment of that nature uh, involves the NIL. And Ohio State made a great pitch. And right after that, it was uh, hearing, Ohio State is really very much in this thing. It was interesting, though, that I was told, though, that Georgia still felt good about things into Friday. Uh, I was told they still felt good about things early in the day Friday. Uh, Then I I got another text saying, maybe Georgia doesn't feel quite as good about things anymore. And and lo and behold, um, I was told unless Georgia uh, really made a comeback, Ohio State was getting Caleb Downs. Um, Friday evening then, I think it was right around 8, 15 approximately on Friday um, got the news like you did that uh, Caleb Downs is going to be a Buckeye. And then it was on Twitter right away. He, he became a Buckeye and 
really, I think it sent some shockwaves through uh, Georgia Nation and, and, and through Buckeye Nation, too. A lot of people didn't believe that that was going to happen. And it, just just fantastic news for the Buckeyes. So I made some calls about this uh, post-haste here to confirm some things. And we'll put confirm in air quotes because it's that. you. If you listen to the uh, Georgia experts, they thought he was coming up until they found out he wasn't. Like there were some of the sites have connections like within the school and they were fast tracking his um, admittance to you because you got to slide kids in under the semester line like they did with, for example, here with Julian Sand. And um, they were shocked. I will say this also, the, the rumor that Ohio State like tripled the offer and something like that, that's not what I heard. Independently, I was told the offer from Ohio State, and I'm not going to share it, and the offer from Georgia, they were the exact same. So this was a football decision. And people may not want to know that or, or accept that, but if you remember in his recruitment, they were the, the number two team in his recruitment. Um, generally, th- that's, a, that's a known thing. So. Close number two, very close right. number two. Exactly. And I think people assume just because he was from Georgia that he was going to go back to Georgia. And listen, um, Malachi Starks is the other safety there. If you, ESPN just did their first All-American team for next year, and the two safeties are, are, are Downs and uh, Malachi Starks. So you can understand that makes sense. But Ohio State had the connection and pulled it off. So, And it was not based on money. Now, it was in that you had to hit a certain level, but this was not Ohio State um, tripling any offer. Uh, I, I, I think it's pretty common in the NIL era now to just say you got outbid, and it's an easy way to kind of rationalize that away. That's just not accurate in this case from what I've been told. If the Georgia people know better than us, then so be it. Mark, um, we've talked about doing these uh, videos many times. Very few times I've sent you a video and, and you know, cracking the whip and you'll be like, this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, and it looks like it was. He really is. I call them P.O.E. These guys, there's they've been put on earth to do this. Um, they're different. They have all the physical and everything like that. And then there's this little extra merc- mercurial, excuse me, uh, quality they have. And he's got it. It's hard to even know where to start with this. It, 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 like you said, when I text you, it's exciting to watch this video. I watch a ton of videos. I've been watching a ton, a ton of videos for decades, you know, and and it takes a lot to get me excited because a lot of the videos look the same. And and then in Ohio State's case, when we break down Ohio State kids, they look the same in a good way. They're, they're, you, they give you a confidence in a player. This type of player just extends out beyond that a little bit. Like you're saying, there's something extra here that, that gives you like a real calmness that this kid is going to be great. He's a plug and play. He, he's going to show up every week. There is no off day. There is no, is he going to play good or bad? Can he handle it? He, God gave it to him. I, I tell people when God gives it to you, he doesn't screw up. Like you can wake up in the morning and in your bare feet, go run that four or three. You don't need to stretch. You might, you might even be yawning before you run it and you can still run it because God gave it to you. Other kids are shaving their heads, wearing tights, getting the latest cleats that lay weigh like two ounces, and they still can't run it, and they still can't get close to it because God didn't give it to them. So this is one of those kids, and when you start with the evaluation, he's got so much athletic polish that I'm confident that you could put him at tailback or receiver tomorrow morning, 
and he's on your All-American team for those positions. He has so much explosion. His hips are so loose. He can make cuts and accelerate and burst. I mean, it, it's really one of the better athletes we've done. I mean, it's, you know, the Marshawn Lattimore's. He's up there on that echelon of just craziness. Uh, someone said he plays like the honey badger on the boards. I got to give him credit because, yeah, he runs around with all that talent like his hair is on fire. There's guys that don't have that talent that run around with their hair on fire and they're, they're very good players because they play at like 103% all the time. They're always, you know, at that max. He's that with supreme talent. So he's maxing out supreme talent and giving you 105%. Uh, Bill said he's the missing piece to the secondary. In this secondary with three safeties, oh, Lord. Yeah, because he can line up and be a corner like that. He can line up and be a linebacker like that. He can line up and be a deep over-the-top safety. And he can do all those things on one play because he can start up at the line of scrimmage and start backing out. And, all, and through all three phases, like, what is he? Is he man to man? Is he a linebacker? Is he, you know, like some guys like Sonny Styles may not have all three tricks. And I'm, I'm not, I don't mean to cut on Sonny Styles, but he's so big and he's so, you know, he fits more the linebacker mold. And when you see him over the top, you're like, ah, that might not be his best role back there. So as a D, on offense, when you see him back there, you're like, yeah, I bet you that's not what he's doing this play because that's not what he's good at. So he, players like that don't disguise things as exactly. well as Caleb Downs, where, boy, Jim Knowles is going to have fun with that chess piece, putting him in different places. Uh, I, I don't know what else I could do to praise this player. I, I hope he lives up to everything. And it's – I usually at the end of each breakdown, I'm like, I hope this kid's as good as he could turn out. I don't think I have to hope with well, Caleb Downs. It. Yeah, I mean, it's it's there. It, it's It's an every play thing. So, you know, we, we I joked on Thursday's co- a podcast, quit teasing Buckeye Nation with these guys and saying we have a chance at them. You know, quit bringing up Julian Sand and Caleb Downs. What are you what are we doing filling content with guys that are never going to be here? And I'm wrong. So there we go. I would be remiss if we just didn't thank Nick Saban for choosing now to retire, because that really is a major domino in all this. You need to have some luck. Um, and that's just. I say I've said this several times, but I really hope everyone just takes a minute and just does this. Take yourself back to the day when everybody transferred out that kind of uh, mass exodus. And literally you could hear in the streets, people running around with their hair on fire and just losing it. If you would have written down and handed to someone what was going to happen in the next several weeks, I know this is said often like, Oh, you couldn't write that. It'd be a Hollywood story. People would think you were crazy, legitimately insane. It was like, no, we're going to get Julian Sand and Caleb Downs and Will Howard and Quinchon Judkins. And, oh, by the way, everybody but Mike Hall is going to stay that could stay. And they'd be like, sure, come on. It's incredible. So here's another thing. If And I get it. We still need an offensive lineman, okay? You don't get any points for writing that seven times. We all know. Okay, it's coming. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt to what they've done thus far, though. That would then think they could pull this off and get one tackle in the spring. So, Bill, so that's going to be the question everyone's asking. What's left? Well, um, go back and with the uh, 
route they took, number one, they had a they had a plan. They were going to try to keep retain as many of those guys that could go to the NFL as possible. They checked that box off as well as possible. Now, when you do that, it's not going to leave a lot of openings when you're signing 20 guys, 21 guys um, to your recruiting class and you're retaining so much of your roster that could have gone. It's not going to leave a lot of portal openings, so to speak. So they took the targeted approach and they've really hit on pretty much all the targets except a great plug and play offensive tackle. Now you say, well, Julian's saying that wasn't necessarily a target. They didn't get need to get another 2024 quarterback in the class. But you have a great player out there that wants to go to your school. You don't say no. And that's what happened with Julian saying. Great, great prospect. Very interesting. Wants to go to Ohio State. You take him. And they did. So that basically leaves one, I guess I should say one and a half boxes maybe to check off the one box obviously is tackle offensive tackle i'd say the half box is linebacker when you look at linebacker the linebacker room is 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 okay and we'll see if if uh if uh styles gets moved to linebacker or not but they could still use an experienced guy to come in and play as a frontline guy there um you know that Elarm Ors, that you know, that was a guy that they made uh, uh, as a potential priority. He made an official visit. They didn't get him, but we've got an entire portal to go in the spring to check off that one and a half boxes. And we're not done this this yet, this uh, winter yet. I think most people expect, for instance, Jim Harbaugh to go to the NFL this week. That would open up another 30 days for Michigan guys. And I'm not saying they're going to get Michigan, a lot of Michigan guys, but, you know, if uh, someone else besides Sharon Moore takes that Michigan job, provided it comes open, that's going to open up another 30 days for that school's head coach. So it's a continuing process that's not done yet. You know, we talk about uncharted waters when we got this going. That's the one thing that I can speak for myself that I did not factor in enough was was the idea of coaches leaving their current spots and opening up like that extra group of players that you don't know about. Obviously, Saban being the obvious one, but then there's like the domino effect. I mean, half of Washington's best players are now going to Alabama. (laughs) So uh, it's interesting. I saw that, uh, you know, we took – the center from Alabama, Seth McLaughlin, and ESPN's preseason All-American team, the center is from Alabama, and he's a transfer from Washington. So it's just, you know, uh, deck chairs at this point. Here's another thing I would say and, and about um, the portal and quarterbacks. I now view quarterback and every other position differently. Quarterback, you may take guys. Like, we have five quarterbacks in the portal who I guarantee you all five guys think they're playing in the NFL. Now, I'm not saying they all will, but they all think that, meaning they want to have an NFL, a good college career. we got five guys in there. Over 60% of the quarterbacks, I think, last year, starting in Division I, were transfers. So it's just musical chairs now. And if you look, Ohio State's had commitments. Brock Glenn, Quinn Ewers. It's just 
unfortunately, I don't want to take a shot at Kyle, but sometimes you get caught at the top with the guy at the front. Maybe you don't want, they don't want that to happen again. Okay. It's become pretty clear to me that they, they want to have a guy in the mix that they really, really can count on. And I really rely on. All right. Let's move on to some uh, current recruiting information that I'm getting questions about, and then we will go from there. Let's move this one to the top, given offensive line is such a priority. We've talked about him a lot. Um, His commitment's coming up. So let's fast track this one. If you have any changes, bring those up. Carter Lowe, best tackle in uh, 2024 in Ohio, is committing soon. Bill, your thoughts? Well, he is going to announce Saturday uh, afternoon, 2.55, and he's going to do it on the 247 Sports uh, YouTube channel. So uh, everyone that is has an interest in Carter Lowe, which is probably most of Buckeye Nation that happens to follow recruiting, um, watch the 247 Sports YouTube channel on Saturday afternoon. Sure. Uh, he's got a final five that includes a few big schools like Ohio State, Georgia and Michigan, for instance, Tennessee. Um, And I've had him crystal balled for quite some time to Ohio State. I still feel really good about that crystal ball pick. And he is the left tackle that everybody has been wanting to come to Ohio State to be the anchor, the blue chip type left tackle guy. He would be that guy. Um, So, Stay tuned on Saturday, but again, I continue to like Ohio State's chances there a lot. Mark, you've talked about him a lot, but real quick, you, you're high on Carter Lowe? Yeah, the thing you need to know about him is he's balanced, meaning he's just as good in the run game as he is in the pass game. He's not, you know, leaning towards one or the other. Sometimes, Like Taylor Decker coming out, you know, we thought he was all pass protection because he was light, and then he balanced out later and became the great run blocker. This this guy's got both. I, he, I, I Famously talk about how they game planned around him for a game and they wouldn't, the defense was stacking the box to his side. So they couldn't run to his side. They had to run the other way. You know, I mean, he can only block one at a time. And I always was like, what is he blocking two or three at a time? What do you got to put two or three extra guys over there? Cause he just keeps knocking them down like bowling pins, but he's definitely that respected and has that type of uh, talent that, you know, we're, we're talking about the way we are. You never really know with offensive linemen. You got to see them uh, get up consistently against guys of their ilk, but uh, hopes are high. Go ahead, Bill. You know, it's it's almost crazy right now that with what's going on in the portal, people are almost overlooking what's going on on the high school front. Ohio State just landed Zaire, uh, Zaire Mathis, almost five-star defensive end. Uh, they could be on the verge of landing Carter Lowe. Almost a five-star offensive tackle. It's just kind of wild that it, things have been so good on the portal and, and all that the focus has almost gone away from high school recruiting, and that's Ohio State's lifeblood. High State's going to get five, six, seven, eight guys a year in the portal, mm-hmm. but they're going to get 20 to 24, 25 guys every year via the high school ranks. Well, unless Kirby Smart retires next year and uh, we get half their team uh, – <laughs> It's not like hey, that's another thing, and, I, and I've said this. It, it, this goes in cycles, but there's always several schools that are above the fray when it comes to recruiting. I'm not talking anything about results on the field, but you can just go look. Put it this way: if you pulled out, and Bill, you can disagree with me here, given you are the dean. Um, if you if you pulled out every guy from the last recruiting class that had offers from Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama. 
Those are the best players. And then you put the other group to the other side. Some of them may have one or two, one of the three, one, the guy, all three. I don't even look at their ranking. Those are your studs. Okay. And that goes in cycles. You know what I'm saying? There was a time when it was like USC, Florida, Ohio state and Alabama, whatever. When you take one of those teams out of it and you've only got two left, it's a numbers game there. Ohio state just, I don't think guys like Julian saying and Caleb downs are considering every school in the country. They've got two or three schools and now there's just two. Now who else, who else is going to fill that third spot? Or, you know, it could, it could always be three or four spots. I'm not saying, I mean, I guess Oregon could be in the mix there, Bill. Um, LSU has been talked about. Will Fong talked about them. But it really does seem like Ohio State and Georgia have kind of pulled away from the field. Do you agree? Yeah, and um, you mentioned Oregon, too. Um, they're a big player in, in these major recruitments now. In fact, uh, tight end Nate Roberts, who is the number one Ohio State target, at tight end for 2025. Uh, he visited Ohio State on Saturday, went very well. Uh, you, you know where he is this morning? He's at Oregon this morning uh, or yesterday too. So uh, in that battle, Oregon is a player there. I still like Ohio State for Nate Roberts, but Oregon is absolutely a player. And you look more and more at schools that Ohio State is battling now for top kids. Oregon is absolutely in there. And it doesn't hurt that Oregon is now in the Big Ten. So you can use that in your recruitment both ways. Kids out there can come to Ohio State, and Oregon can recruit kids in this part of the country that Ohio State is recruiting. So they're certainly a big player in all this now, too. No, definitely. And there's a certain sex appeal to Oregon with, like, their nine jerseys and Nike and stuff (laughs) like that. And seriously, when you go Google what the facilities are like at Oregon, um, it's incredible. I mean, it it should be. It's Nike University. But uh, it's really, really impressive. Okay, speaking of... Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Texas. I do agree with the people who are uh, commenting. Texas could also be that team to get in the mix. Uh, they they outdueled Ohio State for Brandon Baker in this in this cycle, um, and they've got everything you need there. And Sarkeesian, I think, has established himself. That was an important run to the uh, playoffs. But speaking of Texas, Bill, people are asking about Dorian Brew, the one-time Clayton, Ohio, Northmont star transferred to Conroe, Texas, where his dad actually is an assistant coach. Um, he had his 
a commitment scheduled for soon has pushed it back and people are worried that might have been uh, bad for Ohio state given everyone was thinking he's coming here. Your thoughts. Well, his commitment had been scheduled for tomorrow. Tomorrow is his mother's birthday, January 24th. He, um, unless he changes back, I don't, you know, he's not expected to announce his decision now tomorrow. Um, I still like Ohio state there though. I, I just think that uh, providing he doesn't announce tomorrow, which is not the plan right now. Um, I, I still think eventually that I like, you know, I like where the Buckeyes stand with that. I haven't changed my crystal ball on that. Um, Michigan is still working on him and Texas is still working on him. And, and so are others, but those two schools in particular um, are working on him and he's, he just, as things stand right now, he just wants to continue evaluating and, and possibly visiting schools before he makes his announcement. I spoke to someone yesterday who is close to Brew, and they said uh, Ohio State leads. He likes Michigan. At one point in time, he really liked Notre Dame. That has fallen off. So I think it's an Ohio State-Michigan tussle. I think Texas is in the mix just because of location. I think everyone kind of feels he's coming back to the Midwest. Um Speaking of that, one guy we probably haven't given enough love as we talk about uh, our emphasis on the transfer portal is Justin Hill out of Cincinnati, big-time prospect. I originally thought, Mark, when we talked about him, he was going to be more of an inside guy. Now I'm reading he's more of an edge, stand-up, what, a 3-4 guy? Um, Mark, if you could give us a little about him, what you think of him, how he's developed in the past year, and then, Bill, where he stands in his recruitment. I know uh, you've been on it recently. Uh, starts with his body. He's got that long 6'4", lean body that looks like the edge rusher or pass rusher. Um, he kind of looks like C.J. Hicks. Um, Sonny Styles has that, you know, maybe a little Malik Harrison to him, you know, kind of or Zach Harrison, like that long, lean body. Um, he runs around pretty good at linebacker, though, like, he can cover a little bit. I don't know if he's truly going to be a three-down linebacker that can cover. That's why I think you're saying, is he going to be a defensive end? You're hearing he's an outside rush guy. Um, I think that's what he'll be, maybe grow into a defensive end. Uh, but you might have to tell him we're going to keep you at linebacker for a while and you know let you try that out. And But in this defense that we run at Ohio State, we have two inside linebackers. We don't have a true Sam linebacker, which is what he would fit. So we do have that backside defensive end that's the hybrid end linebacker that stands up sometimes, puts his hand down sometimes. So in our defense, you know, he would have to be a safety to truly play that Sam or outside linebacker role, which I don't think he maybe moves as well as Sonny Styles, uh, although they have the same body. So that's kind of the way my mind's eye sees him fitting in. I mean, I got a chance to see him earlier in the season and uh, if we go back to that podcast, I came back on a high of, wow, look, look how great he is. And it was exciting to go down there and see him make plays. Uh, he, he's up there. And, and, Bill, you nailed it. We're not as excited about these high school kids as we used to be because we're so enamored with the portal kids. But most days, yeah, Justin Hill, you'd be, like, hoping he could be a plug-and-play in a year or so and fill some of these roles. Now you're like, ah, we got him. We don't have to worry. We'll – Find a portable guy to, you know, while he's in there baking and getting ready for a year or two, we'll have someone else holding the spot. But, yeah, the, ex the excitement should be a little higher. Great. Oh, I was going to say, um, when I went down this season to Winton Woods to watch them, uh, Winton Woods' head coach, Chad Murphy, who is one of the top coaches in the state of Ohio, he does an excellent job down there. 
he told me, he said, Bill, you're going to be really impressed with Justin Hill. Well, he didn't lie. <laughs> that night, Hill was tremendous. And he lined up as an edge guy, rushing the pass. I mean, he gets after the quarterback. He really does. And he had a, I think he had a couple sacks that game, interception, a pressure. He was just tremendous. Um, at one point, I was really, really close to crystal balling Justin Hill to Ohio State early in the process. I liked Ohio State a lot, but you know, he, he, is, he had continued to really evaluate and, and visit schools and all that. I, I still tended to like Ohio State, but not. I wasn't quite as sure. Um, this past weekend, he visited Ohio State for the recruiting day on Saturday, and they did a really good job of <coughs> recruiting him on Saturday. Um, they showed him – they haven't used the jack position in the defense. They didn't use that much this season, past season. But they showed him how, Justin, you are the guy. You, if we had the jack position in the dictionary and we needed a picture there with it, Justin, your picture would be right there. That's your position. Um, they did a really, really good job of recruiting him this weekend. Now, we have been talking about Oregon. Well, guess where Justin Hill is going this weekend? To Oregon. So, again, Oregon's a player in all this. I'm sure he's going to like it out there. Very few people, very few recruits go out there and don't come back impressed. But I'm kind of back to really liking Ohio State a lot in the battle for Justin Hill. Um, you know, if I had to put a pick right now on where Justin Hill is going, I would make my pick on Ohio State. And somebody's saying the true height of Justin Hill. Uh, I've seen him listed anywhere between 6'3 and 6'4 maybe six, four and a half. And I would say he's a pretty legitimate, at least six, three and a half from standing next to him, at least. And look, man, these kids, like they see what's going on at Ohio state. Don't you think he's going to want to be part of something going on in his own state? That's going to be so fun and exciting. I mean, that doesn't hurt all this recruiting stuff just helps tremendously. All right. Um, something came up in that, that I think is also one of the main questions we get so we talk about all the recruiting and all the additions and we get ryan day has to win it's triggered immediately we talk about caleb downs immediately people want to know where sonny styles is going to play next year it's like the number one question after that if you've got ransom and you've got downs back there and sonny was playing safety by the end of the year is he the jack is he linebacker mark this question has been posed all <coughs> over the place. Your thoughts on how you would align Eric Styles, I believe his name is really Sonny Styles. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Without knowing what the coaches are thinking, uh, spring ball is going to be the chemistry lab for that, where they're probably going to let him, you know, do a couple different things and see how it works out. I personally think Sonny Styles has been a linebacker coming out of high school. I thought he was getting kind of heavy to be an over-the-top safety. And that just God made certain people to do certain things and quit fighting City Hall. You're a big <laughs> athlete that can run. You know, we have little athletes that can run that can play those little positions back there. And you can get away with 5'10", 5'11", 6'0", guys. You don't need 6'4", back there. That being said, he's good enough in coverage where 
he's a matchup nightmare. The same way some guys on offense are a matchup nightmare. Sonny Styles can go lock down your tight end, can go stand out there with bigger receivers and, you know, present a little physicality to him. Uh, I don't have a beat. When I see the Ohio State coaches next, I'll start, you know, maybe poking around, like see if I can get a feel for what they would like to do. But it, it's the writing's on the wall with that. It just he, he's such an interesting freak that people want him to be the next Taylor Mays or Sean Taylor, this this freakish guy that it's almost like he's a video game Madden character that you really want to use on your defense because he can wreak havoc. But in real life, you just don't need to do that. It's overkill almost. And and I'm always, you know, that bump down theory where you're moving players down. I'm trying to get as much speed on the field as possible. So if I can get a faster guy in the secondary for Styles and I can move him down as a faster guy for a linebacker or a defensive end, I've just improved the speed of the team defense. And that's what you want to do it, to create the fastest defense possible out there, at, at least – in my humble opinion. Yeah, I miss I misspoke. It's not Eric, it's Alex. Um, let's make sure. Some other questions. Bill, now that we are the according to Josh Pate, the apex predator in the transfer portal, do you think they'll get uh, Keon Keeley back in the mix? I have not heard anything concrete that would lead me to believe that that's going to happen. Um not saying it couldn't happen, but um, if you look at Ohio State's roster right now, um, they're not in bad shape at all with uh, defensive ends right now. In fact, they're in pretty darn good shape. They're in great shape with Tui Molo Al and Sawyer coming back. So they don't necessarily need um, to add a defensive end out of the portal at this point. What they more need is defensive ends out of the 2025 and 2026 classes to replace guys. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you know, Tui Moloau and Jack Sawyer will be gone after this season, but um, you know we're looking more forward as far as that position in the portal. I think, but again, if Keeley, uh, you know, if he was a, a possibility. As I said with Julian saying, they are not in the business of turning away great portal players that want to go to Ohio State. I also think it's important to note that this is going to be a limited um, salary cap expansion part of NIL. I don't everyone you speak to thinks there's going to be some guardrails put up here in the next year or two. So. It's not like I think Ohio State's just taking advantage of the loophole. I talked about this yesterday. I made an NBA comparison to when the Warriors added Kevin Durant because the rules changed and there was this influx in the salary cap for one year. So that is good stuff. Mika is all over this. Do we offer Cedric Works defensive end out of Northmont? What is he about? He's a legitimate six foot four. People don't want me to talk about how he played AAU ball with my kid when he was younger, but he's a stud. And he has a Georgia offer, Mark. Sometimes those SEC schools have been known to come up here and offer to kind of tempt us. Your thoughts? Uh, I haven't seen both in person. They're very similar. Uh, Justin Hill might be a tinge more athletic than Works, but Works might be uh, – I can't even say that. They, I mean, they both run around and are nasty physical guys. I mean, Works is putting his helmet on people's faces and trying to destroy them. Um, 
quite frankly, it might be the Ohio State staff sitting there doing what my brain's doing right now. Like, which one do we want? And if we pick one, do we lose the other? And can we get both? Is there a way? But I think if you watch their films back to back, you may flip flop a couple different times because when you see them in person, they're similar. That body style is coveted. You know, I mean, I, I know a college coach that once told me, I don't know what he is, but I'm taking that body style every day and I'll figure it out on my campus in the next couple of years, not let someone else figure it out on their campus. So that that's the esteem I would hold both those guys. And you, if you mentioned works with uh, Hill, I would say that's fine with me. You know, I, w- I wouldn't say there's not a much differentiation. It's more like the top brunette versus the top blonde. And we, do we do we have too many brunettes on the roster? Maybe we'll take a blonde. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe, or maybe a redhead. I don't know. But it's they're at the upper echelon of the, the you know, tip of the spear. My wife appreciated that, Mark. She's redhead. She has red hair. Yeah, Bill loves the gingers. All right. Um, yeah, one thing about works, if an apple tree, his dad's a solid dude now. Um, I think it was Vrabel talked about, you know, uh, who, was, who was the defensive tackle? Adolphus Washington. I had once spoke to Vrabel, and he's like, have you ever seen his dad? Huh. And I'm like, no. And he's like, take a look. Um, I, I can attest to that. I, I I was coaching on the AAU circuit in those days. I coached all Ohio gold was my team. Adolphus played with the then world famous all Ohio purple. Yep. And um, we played him a few times for sure. And I got to know Adolphus's dad really well. We talked shop, so to speak, because of football and what I was doing. Got to know his dad really well. A great guy. I mean, a great guy. And a big guy, a very yeah. big guy for sure. He was the kind of adult you'd be like, he can give me uh, 15 snaps a game still and just old man strength people and they just see his beard and be scared. Um, guys like that. So, And Cedric Works has thinned out a little bit from when he was a youngster, but he's maintained his athleticism. If you watch him play, but he's the starting center on the basketball team. Pretty well coordinated, but he's like a shot blocker. Uh, defensive. Ohio State has had a long litany of football players that were awesome basketball players. Cade Stover is the best defensive rebounder I have ever seen in AAU basketball. Two possessions into it, everyone was like, I'll keep my cheekbones. Uh, No thanks. He's coming down like this. Crazy. Jack Sawyer was the best freshman in the the state as a basketball player. Um, Studs. Studs. Adolphus Washington, I think, was player of the year in, in his junior year in basketball. So yeah. we are not recruiting unathletic players here. All right. I, I got to add something on that. Uh, uh, that all Ohio Purple team had Adolphus Washington. And we're talking about when Adolphus was maybe a sophomore in yeah. high school. They had him playing their five position, you yeah. know, their, their, their post center position in their defense. They were the uh, national champions that year. In fact, I think they were back to back national champions on the AAU circuit. They had him in the center and then they had, and maybe you have to help me here, Dan, they had a wide receiver. I know he, he went to Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. Yep. But he was about Wayne Stanford. Stanford. Yes. And he was a better Hooper. Yeah. Good yeah. call. He was a heck of a basketball player. He was one of their wing guys. They had a guard. They were incredible. And I was always I've always a man-to-man coach. We basically never played zone. So we're playing um, all Ohio purple on, you know, in the, 
some of the venues are, are, are middle school type venues, smaller courts. And all Ohio Purple played a pressure two three zone with Adolphus right in the middle and Sanford out on the wing and all. And we're trying every we can't hardly get off a shot no matter how fast we move the ball because it's a smaller court and those guys were incredible. And if we did get it inside, Adolphus was right there with his six foot four and two hundred and forty pound body to say no 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 you're not you're not coming in here and doing that. It reminds me of a. Uh... A time when and I know everyone loves the basketball talk. Someone like Adolphus, not that in a game, drove and I yelled to one of my sons, take a charge. And he looked back at me like, you take an effing charge. I'm not doing that. Um, he was probably right. Uh, and yes, JT Tuomola started for Seattle Rotary, which is in the EYBL. And he was a stud. Yeah. JT is a, a big time, big time athlete. Okay. I think we're done. We appreciate these guys stopping by. That's 40 minutes of pure infotainment. Um, keep it locked in here, people. We will have a Julian Sayan breakdown coming from Mark. Uh, I don't know like, uh, if we're going to have any more five stars to add in the next 24 hours, but it's Ohio State, so who knows? We appreciate these guys stopping by. Have a good one, Buckners. ever set foot outside of the motel you will be shot don't miss the new showtime limited series based on the international bestseller for the last four years i've been a prisoner why are they keeping you here starring emmy award winner ewan mcgregor this is the brave new world that you dreamt of be very careful you are still a prisoner here everything in this new world comes at cost this is still my country a gentleman in moscow now streaming on paramount plus only with the paramount plus with showtime plan